the social rules in the book of Leviticus are harsh, and there are many of them. Today's first reading is one of them. The author of this book indicates that the rule applying to those with leprosy comes from God through Aaron and Moses. We don't know if the author of this book had a private revelation to that effect, for the rule seems very unlike God. What is more likely the case is that the author takes a commonly practiced social custom and gives it religious weight by stating that it is indeed from God. Of all of the books in the Old Testament that present an interpretation challenge to students and scholars of scripture alike, perhaps the book of Leviticus is a special challenge. How to do that, however, is not the purpose of my homily. What we do know is that this rule regarding those with leprosy did indeed take on a religious dimension over the ages and obviously endured, as witnessed by the account in Mark's Gospel, several generations after the writing of Leviticus. The social and religious aspects of dealing with someone with leprosy are obvious from the scripture text. There was isolation and excommunication from family and community. It was a demeaning existence and even was regarded as a very likely punishment for the person's sin. I don't think it takes a lot of imagination on our part to change out that person with leprosy and in our own time today, imagine that it is the exclusion of others. Those ostracized and made to feel that they do not or cannot belong to what we deem to be acceptable society. The atrocities of the so-called ethnic cleansing, which still exist in our day, the church's punishment of excommunication, the very word I think is offensive, and even perhaps our own personal prejudice fall under this manner of treating our sisters and brothers. When we deny another the very dignity of their existence, we set ourselves up to be judges of what and of whom God has created. A rather tenuous position, I would suggest, reflecting a level of arrogance that does not mesh with the basic teachings of Christ. 
it seems to me that the point of Mark's gospel is not to portray Jesus as subverting the law, although he does that in a particular way, but to underline what happens when God chooses to intervene through Christ in human affairs, especially in those most vulnerable and agonizing situations. Mark's message about the astounding act of God is underlined in two details of this story. First, the leprosy that has been with this man for many years is gone immediately, Mark says. And second, the one who had been ostracized from and by the community begins to preach to them. He who was forbidden to associate with them, let alone to speak to them, became the messenger of the mighty works of God. The one who had been shunned by the community itself is healed. The question remains, was the community healed to a point of receiving him again? Illness in its many forms, sometimes temporary, sometimes chronic, comes to all of us in our life, personally or to someone we know and love. And when that happens, we become very aware of the experience of community. Illness, in its own way, can isolate us. We become less mobile, less energetic, less communicative, less capable of doing normal things and going to normal places. And sometimes that isolation is imposed, as it is in these times of the pandemic. And if there's one thing that we have learned in these days, it is that belonging to a community and being separated from them, from them is a very fragile balance. We really want to belong to others. A community of persons who care, who recognize us, who hold us. And because of that, we hug each other, we kiss each other, we hold hands, we sit close to each other, we walk hand in hand, we smile at each other, and all of those things we do in church, never mind the rest of the time. Of course, that's what we used to do. And we so wish to return to that because we think that that's normal. It's not just normal, it's life-giving. Jesus calls us into community, I believe, for that reason. Calls us to welcome and accept each other with that deep down love and compassion that he had for all, especially for the vulnerable, for this person 
with leprosy. At the end of the story, Mark tells us that Jesus went out into deserted places alone. I wonder, was he taking the place of the person with leprosy? Was he exchanging experiences with him? Is he telling the crowds, his disciples, and us that he knows what it's like to be deserted and to be alone? Is he telling us, I am your companion no matter what? When we feel very alone, we are in the company of this Christ. Mark tells us, however, at the end of the story, that the people found him. When we are in need of being found, and when we go in search of someone who is sick, or alone, or feeling left out, or left behind, we not only find ourselves and find that other person, we truly find the Lord.